there. I'm History of the Flash, but you could call me JD. And ahoy, I'm Combo Hunter, also known as Just Hunter. And this is a hero story, episode 91. Welcome. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I am very sure. You actually told me this week, which is yeah. shocking for anyone who listens for a while. You know, Hunter never remembers numbers. He actually remembered this week. Good for yeah, him. Surprising. Round of applause for Hunter, even though we can't all hear it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a hero story, the podcast where we talk all things comics. That includes comic book movies, comic book animation, comic book video games, comic books themselves. You name it. We probably talk about it. Our usual layout of the episode is news of the week, then comics of the week, sometimes a character of the week. But unfortunately, we haven't had a comic of the week in a while, and it's going to be a few more weeks before we have new comics. So we've been trying to get creative with how we run our episodes. We've done some top 10 lists. We've done some trade conversation. It's been very fun. And this week, we're going to try again something new. So if you like it, let us know. That'd be cool. Uh, but first, we're going to start by talking about our comic a little bit, at least. You know, we're yeah, not ready to give too many details, given that it's only a nine-page story. <laughs> There's not too much we can give away without giving away the story. But uh, I figured we talk about it a little bit. Hunter can definitely talk about uh, the art, what that's been like. Because for me, writing the script was not a very long thing. I mean, I have gone back and edited a lot. But obviously, the art is where the hard work is at. I will give credit where credit is due. I'm oh, amazed you, you. when I'm <laughs> Uh, he sends me like a rough page outline and I'm just like, holy crap, that's amazing. That took you like a few minutes to draw. That's amazing. Or so. it's also like, uh, that's not the right script. <laughs> go back, go back. <laughs> we, we, accidentally, we accidentally had a script issue where I had uh, my first version of the script and my second version of the script on the same page. And we decided to go with the second version of the script, but I forgot to delete the first version of the script off it. So he drew the, uh, I changed the first two pages were pretty much identical, but then the third yeah. page was <laughs> <laughs> the, the first page was at least identical. Yeah. After okay. that, it changed. So when he sent it to me, I was like, oh, okay. Were you not able to do this? But I was like, whatever. It's fine. You know, it's artistic vision. And then when I saw the third one, I was like, oh, oh no, he has the wrong script. Oh, no. Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, don't draw anymore, please. Yeah. The first one, uh, when you're just like, oh, you weren't able to do like the, the idea that we had, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot we had that idea. Uh, no, I I didn't do it in the end, and you're just kind of like, all right, well, this still looks fine. It's all good. And then the third page, luckily, I just did like a rough out- outline. It took me maybe ten minutes, and then I sent it to him. Be like, all right, I'm about to start this. Does this look good? Look final? And then I uh, I went to go get some food or something. I came back to 103 messages from JD trying to get me to stop. <laughs> Well, because in my head, I took like 10 or 15 minutes to respond. So I was like, hey, wait, I think that's the wrong one. I'm like, oh, no, you're looking at the wrong script. And then like, I'm like, oh, no, he hasn't answered. What if he like put his phone to the side and he's just grinding away at art right now? I'm like, oh, my God, I got a message of 100 times. I'm like, he's got to answer. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't uh, he didn't go any further with that page. And we were able to fix things where he was able to reuse some of page two into fixing it. But uh, yeah, the, the comic has been a ton of fun so far. I mean, for me, at least. It has been. Yeah. hard drawing, but. But, no, uh, no, I've been enjoying it a lot. My one thing that I'm kind of learning to do, because like I, I've been drawing my whole life, and I'm fairly new to digital art, but I worked on Stride, so I kind of know how to make comics. My problem is, uh, when I worked on Stride, which is an indie comic, uh, I had a colorist with me, who uh, we talked to, and we talked about what the colors would be like, and in the end, it was colored by him. I don't have a colorist here, it's just JD and I working on our own comics, so... I'm learning colors with kind of sort of Francis Manupel, uh, known for his brilliant work, probably most known for Justice League No Justice. <laughs> no. Uh, also his New 52 Flash, probably. Yeah, I'm kidding about the No Justice part. New 52 Flash, okay, a little bit of Dark Side. I was about to say, I don't know if that's what he's most known for. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Flash is probably what he's mostly known for. He did Trinity Rebirth for a while before uh, he had to stop that due to a family incident. Didn't had to kind of leave work for a bit. But he released during this quarantine time some YouTube videos on how to do color, which is kind of like, oh, wow, perfect timing. So I probably watched about two hours of a seven minute video just to learn color. <laughs> and I think I'm getting the hang of it. Like, I I understand what to do. I understand how to make it look decent. It's just it takes a while. Like, I'm, I'm a slow colorist i could draw fast but coloring takes a long time it's still like it's fun in the end i mean the, the, the colors look great to me i mean uh you've sent me the first three pages finalized now and they look uh great to me i love the colors they really pop uh, yeah, so thanks. far so i really it, it is enjoyable it just takes a while so 
we do have plans for other comics in the future and we may be getting a colorist for those. Yeah, so. we, we would, we would probably try to get a colorist. So actually if there's a colorist listening to this podcast right now, maybe feel free to shoot us a DM at some point, maybe not, maybe not right away, but at some point we'll, we will be trying to add colorists and more to our a hero story team uh, for making comics. So yeah, absolutely. Like messages on a hero story. It'd be good if you had work to show just to show that, Hey, look, I could do this. But if not, like just, we might give you some samples for you to color or something like this. So uh, we're not hiring right now, but we will someday when you're driving around, you might see a sign saying now hiring out there in the world. <laughs> and just yes, when uh, you, uh, <laughs> might not be for a hero story, but when you see it, maybe just think, think of a hero story. <laughs> know that yes, we need to color. We're getting free advertising on the backs of other people uh, trying to advertise. Uh, yeah, we're, we're hoping, you know, the, the first comic that we're making is just going to be free. So, uh, mm-hmm. Hunter and I aren't going to make anything off of it, but our eventual goal is to get into paid comics, um, whether it's, you know, 99 cent issues or, uh, I mean, to me, at least my ultimate goal is to do like trade paperbacks uh, and I want them to get printed too. I think that's really cool. I was talking to uh, superhero fix, the creator of stride today, actually about uh, printing comics. Like I was asking him like, Hey, you know, I'm, you know, going to rely on you a little to kind of teach me the ways of printing comics. You know, you've done it pretty efficiently so i'd love to learn a little bit you know he's been able to make his comics and make a bit of a profit after paying artists and you know paying everything out so mm-hmm. um it, it's been, you know it's been interesting so i'm uh definitely gonna learn some from him and yeah it's, it's gonna be really cool uh like i said our, our goal is to make some trades which would be cool and then you know eventually make our way to one of the comic companies would be even cooler yeah as of right now we have like a our first comic is called ariel i guess we've already revealed that but Ariel is just a really short story. After that, hopefully we'll have like a full single issue, possibly a one shot. And from there, maybe continuing that one shot or making just another little series and then eventually trade trade, trade, like trade paperbacks. A few of them. Um, for Ariel, I will say we don't know when the exact release date is, but I want to say this summer. Like... early summer i'd say yeah i mean it's nine pages and you've already completed the three which is pretty good i mean that's already like one third of the way through probably tonight as well so oh okay cool i did not even know that that's that's a pleasant surprise yeah so i I like to wake up to that email from from hunter and i'm like oh cool yeah (laughs) new page for tonight Uh, or tomorrow so like i mean it takes some time i'm trying to make it look really nice i mean in the end maybe you'll see us writing and doing art for the flash one day so this could this is good like little resume work as well so i'm yeah. taking my time but i do believe it should be released just after may is when it should be like a hundred percent good to go good to print and then we don't know when it will officially be out probably since it's just nine pages we i don't know about physical copy what do you think yeah i'm, I'm thinking given that it's just nine pages it'll probably just be a digital release of uh on comiXology but it'll be free so all you got to do is go on comiXology and download it mm-hmm. um and, it, and given that it's nine pages it'll be a pretty quick read make sure you appreciate those pages because hunter put a lot of work in that yeah art. i'm spending um, my my sweet sweet time of not having a job <laughs> because of <laughs> quarantine so yeah <laughs> yeah so, like so uh yeah it's it's been a ton of fun to work on i can't wait to get it out to you guys and i can't wait to hear some of your feedback i'm very excited um, of the two posts that we made on the Hero Story account, uh, a lot of people were hyped about the about our ideas, and I mm-hmm. can't wait to show more of the story as we go. And to actually release it is going to be uh, a very surreal day for both of us. Uh, it will be, yes. Speak for both of us uh, here. Yeah, so we'll keep you guys updated both on the podcast here and our Instagram account at a Hero Story. Uh, I'm sure we'll post a teaser here and there. I've been posting a little things on the story, so keep an eye out for that. I might post like a little tease, not of any true characters but i'm sure you might see a certain character soon on that account possibly we there you go <laughs> there, reveal. there you go that's a good tease i like it <laughs> yeah i mean i'm I'm also like i don't know if i should or not so i <laughs> don't know what to say i, I mean listen i i say feel free you know if you want to say it, you want to say it that's cool um okay, yeah. I, I mean i'm just trying to keep a little bit of the story within but you know feel free to talk about it okay yes sounds good i mean for now we don't have everything already, but I feel like we will have a post coming soon featuring maybe another character 
was named after a flower. <laughs> I'll just say that much. I know that's not really a tease. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, named after a flower. Who could it be? I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm actually pretty sure the name was on your uh, sketchbook hunter uh, page, if I'm not mistaken. On the, yes, on, that's right. I post on my story. Yeah. Also, oh, speaking of that, uh, if you guys go on Instagram and go to the account sketchbook hunter, that's my uh, little art account. I did post the... Uh, little pages of the script that we were talking about before that ended up not being the right script <laughs> i figured since i already like drew them all and one of them was completely done the other one wasn't i may as well show it since it's not gonna be in the final project so if you want to see a little behind the scenes you can see it on that account there yeah yes yeah. all right that, that was a good tease um yeah. <laughs> to comic news because there is a little bit of comic news uh mm. metal too getting more metal more edgy more death metal god snyder <laughs> and greg capullo death metal um death metal is gonna have more evil batman greg capullo has been posting on i believe both instagram and twitter, twitter a little bit about yeah. it and uh yeah he seems to be extremely excited given a lot of metal symbols uh showing a big uh hyena somebody riding a hyena next to somebody on a motorcycle i could feel the edge from here well somebody uh, on a motorcycle batman i believe <laughs> yeah there, there, there's more evil batman i think uh I'm not, I'm not sure which post it was on but he posted another one of the evil batman and he said i think it was in a tweet he said uh more evil batman coming so and scott also said that and then there was the one page that had dr manhattan on it uh if you remember that Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so that's also coming out. They teased a Batman that, personally, I understand what they're going for, but why? It is an evil Batman where he infuses himself with Gotham City and becomes a living city. So I understand what they're going for. Like, Batman is Gotham. Like, he loves the city more than anything. He will do anything for the city. So when he starts to die... He wants to be alive within the city, kind of like uh, what's his face from First of uh, Captain America: First Avenger becoming like his mind into the machines that he loves so much. Yeah, it's just Batman into the city. So can he see through security cameras or something? I fear that he will become like a giant mech of oh, buildings, <laughs> like like you know, like have you seen Monster House? I have never seen Monster House. Oh my god! Okay, well there's it's a house that's alive <laughs> and it could like. Well, it could like roar and it uses like trees that are attached to it to walk around like the shingles kind of poke out to make arms. I fear that Mm. that's going to (laughs) happen. And I know they're going to find some way to get two buildings to look like little bad ears at the top. But I don't know. I I understand why, but I also don't. I kind of thought Death Metal will be more like the DC Universe final fight against Batman who laughs in Perpetua. I didn't think we'd get more evil Batman. Because, like, where were these guys in Metal 1? As far I'm, as I... Like, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get a half-hearted explanation. <laughs> yeah, we're, I thought Batman and Laughs found everyone he could for Metal 1. And these were all the evil Batman. And then at the end, weren't the negative Earths kind of, like, no more? Or am I remembering? Yeah, I, I thought I thought they were gone. I thought Perpetua had, like, deleted them. Um, but... Yeah, this is a little I don't I don't know. To me, Metal 2, like I always had a feeling it was gonna be like just based on the announcement from Scott and Greg, like they were saying like it's gonna be more intense than Metal One. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Like yeah. I, I knew it was gonna have that kind of like everything that I didn't really care for in Metal One is gonna be times one hundred in Metal Two. So. Oh god, yeah. Absolutely. But literally the only thing holding on for me is that um there's gonna be a speed force tie in slash miniseries attached to it with Jay, Barry, and Wally, and that Wally's going to be a big part of Death Metal. Literally the only thing to keep me on here. Yeah, that's right. De- Wally is going to be a huge part. Another part is I do like, re- I really like Greg Capullo's art, so I mean, that'll be worth the price. Oh, oh we don't know, because Death Metal 1, weren't, the, weren't they like $7 per issue? Uh, some I think it was the first issue was like 6 bucks, and maybe this last one was 6 bucks. Yeah, price- so... That is pretty pricey for a comic book, especially coming from us where we buy comics every single week when they're out several a week. And so yeah. I'll still read it. We'll read it. We'll review it on the podcast. Even if it's announced that Wally actually won't be a big part, I will force JD to buy it just so we Yeah, can. I mean, I'll, I'll still read it reluctantly, but you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll review I mean, it here I'll, on Hero Store. Hopefully, hopefully it impresses me, but uh, okay. I mean, keep so, on to that Wally hope. 
Yeah, I've been on it since 2016. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, so, given that that's pretty much the superhero news and our talk about the comic books, um, we can't end an episode right there. It's only been 15 minutes. So we decided that we would do something new on the podcast, that we would try dramatic readings of certain comic books. So uh, we, we picked... Um, two one shots and two like scenes from one shots. And we decided that we would do kind of like a dramatic reading of it. So um, if you want to read along with us, I think that'd be cool. If you have the comic on hand or something, or, you know, you want to pull it up on DC universe or anything like that. If comicsology or Um, wherever you read your comics. Yeah. So, so if you want to pull it up, you can uh, read it along with us. We're going to try to do it like kind of comic story and style of kind of just like a dramatic reading. I don't know. I I think it could be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Kind of like that old web. Kind of like that old web series, Project Doomsday. <laughs> you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Only Pepper Farm remembers. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was cool. Listen, was. I, I still look back at that first video sometimes. That, that was badass. Uh, three will still happen, I promise. <laughs> I need like a due date or something. That'll get me going. <laughs> gotta be like school oh god yeah um so um the the first one that we decided to do is batman the killing joke uh we're not doing the entire issue we decided that we would do the uh final confrontation between batman and joker because it's a great scene and it would be cool to read because two characters so uh i hope you guys enjoy (laughs) yeah we'll be doing narration as well as voices here so uh if you don't have the comic we'll be explaining what's happening per panel as well and we'll also give a little context as well so for the three of you listening that don't know the killing joke um (laughs) where we are right now is the very end so barbara gordon has been shot and jim gordon has been kidnapped and put through the funhouse showing images of barbara laying on the ground full like covered in blood joker has turned gordon mad in a way and batman is here to stop him killing joke is actually a shorter story than most people seem to remember i find it is a pretty short story i believe it's only like three issues or something max oh, I, I think it's only one like oversized issue oh okay my bad well it's, it's kind of like an annual then so it is a short story so this is the very end when batman goes to confront joker in the funhouse and we're starting this when he jumps through the mirror to look for joker and he hears over the intercom the clown prince of crimes voice so i guess we'll start there jd will be playing okay, joker yeah. i will be playing the Dark Knight. <laughs> Hopefully, our, I mean we're not we're not exactly Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, but uh, yeah, and this is not rehearsed either. <laughs> we pretty much just pulled up the comics like, yeah, that'd be a pretty good idea. So, yeah, I mean every week we struggled <laughs> thinking like, what do we do this week? There's no comics. Uh, we could read. Yeah, okay. Our <laughs> podcast is about reading. That sounds good. Listen, we're 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 running low on ideas, so this one seemed pretty good to me. Yeah, and if you guys like it, please let us know. We might continue with the full series, or we'll continue with other one shots. I think it'd be cool if we did Dark Side War. <laughs> That's ten issues with a lot of one shots and a lot of characters, but it could be cool. Yeah, we'll I was about to say the, the the hardest part about that would probably be the, the amount of characters there are. Yeah, I mean we could skip some pages. Ah, oh, no, we can't skip pages. It's Dark Side War. <laughs> So yeah, maybe uh, after maybe after Project Doomsday, you could do Project Dark Side War. <laughs> Ooh, that's motivating, actually. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. All right. <laughs> As Batman gets the end from Gordon of where Joker is, he rushes over to the House of Mirrors and enters. Upon the mirrors, there are pictures of Joker's face laughing as an intercom comes on of Joker's voice. So I see you received the free ticket I sent you. I'm glad. I did want you to be here. Batman rushes to the hall mirror, still seeing Joker's face on every single mirror he passes. You see, it doesn't matter if you catch me and send me back to the asylum. Gordon's been driven mad. I've proved my point. Batman jumps through a little hatch in the ground, but realizes spikes are underneath. Luckily, he's able to save himself with his hand. I've demonstrated there's no difference between me and everyone else. All it takes is one bad day to reduce the sanest man to lunacy. That's how far the world is from where I am. Just one bad day. You had a bad day once, am I right? I know I am. I can tell you had a bad day and then everything changed. Why else would you dress up like a flying rat? Batman's able to grip himself back up from the trap and he's barely able to stand up. You had a bad day and it drove you as crazy as everybody else. Only you won't admit it. 
You have to keep pretending that life makes sense, that there's some point to all this struggling. God, you make me want to puke. Batman rushes through the hall of mirrors. You see Joker's hand gripping a mic to it. I mean, what is it with you? What made you the way you are? Girlfriend killed by the mob, maybe? Brother carved up by some mugger? Something like that. Something like that. Joker begins to walk through the house. Something like that happened to me, you know. I'm not exactly sure what it was. Sometimes I remember it one way, sometimes another. If I'm going to have a past, I prefer to be multiple choice. <laughs> Joker begins to kind of pick up his pace as he's rushing through the hall of mirrors. But my point is, my point is, I went crazy. When I saw what a black, awful joke the world was, I went as crazy as a coot. I admit it. Why can't you? He enters a new room in the hall of mirrors with more transparent mirrors. I, I mean, you're not unintelligent. You must see the reality of the situation. Do you know how many times we've come close to World War III over a flock of geese on a computer screen? Joker begins to walk through the mirrors, and as he sees reflection in the mirrors, they're all different shapes and sizes. Do you know what triggered the last World War? An argument about how many telegraph poles Germany owed its war debt creditors. Telegraph poles! <laughs> Joker pauses and stares at himself in the mirror, a regular mirror, where his appearance doesn't change. He's, his smile fades. It's all a joke. Everything anybody ever valued or struggled for it's all a monstrous, demented gag. So why can't you see the funny side? Why aren't you laughing? Batman comes breaking through the mirror as Joker looks shocked and scared. Because I've heard it before. Batman Joker by the collar. And it wasn't funny the first time. Ah! Batman throws Joker through another set of glass. Oof. Batman and the Joker laying on the ground. Incidentally, I spoke to Commissioner Gordon before I came in here. He's fine. Despite all your sick, vicious little games, he's as sane as he ever was. Batman steps on the Joker's hand. So maybe ordinary people don't always crack. Gah! Maybe there isn't a need or a rock with all the other slimy things when trouble hits. Batman now grabs Joker by the collar, bringing him up to his level. Maybe it was just you all this time. Joker grabs the Batman's cowl and tries to pull it below his face. No! <clears throat> Batman now falls, grabbing his cowl as Joker grabs a two-by-four to go hit him. Don't. <laughs> Joker hits the Batman with a two-by-four over his head. <clears throat> to recover from his hit, Joker's wrist appears as he pulls out a knife. Batman getting his vision back, Joker steps up behind him with a knife in hand ready to backstab him. However, without looking, Batman's able to turn around and grab Joker's wrist before the knife enters his back. Oof. Batman turns around and punches Joker right in the gut. Ooh. And as Joker looks terrified, Batman's fist is enlarged in the panel as he gets ready to do one final blow to Joker's face. Batman hits Joker out a window and he falls onto the grass of the rain. As the panel creeps slowly towards Joker on the ground, you see Batman's hands about to grab him, but Joker's able to turn around with a gun in his hand. The gun's staring down Batman as Batman freezes and stares at the gun. Right when Joker goes to fire, he hits the trigger. A flag comes out of the pistol written on it. Click, click, click. God damn it, it's empty. Well, what are you waiting for? I shot a defenseless girl, terrorized an old man. Why didn't you kick the hell out of me and get a standing ovation from the public gallery? Because I'm doing this one by the book. And because I don't want to. Do you ever understand? I don't want to hurt you. I don't want either of us to end up there. But we're both running out of alternatives, and we both know it. Maybe it all hinges on tonight. Maybe this is our last chance to sort this bloody mess out. If you don't take it, then we're locked into a suicide course. Both of us. To the death. It doesn't have to end like that. I don't know what it was that bent your life out of shape, but who knows? Maybe I've been there too. Maybe. I can help. We could work together. 
I could rehabilitate you. You needn't to be out there on the You needn't be alone. We don't have to kill each other. What do you say? Joker looks over his shoulder as the rain soaks his face. No, I'm sorry, but no, it's too late for that. Far too late. <laughs> you know, it's funny. This situation, it reminds me of a joke. See, there were two, these two guys in a lunatic asylum. And one night, one night, they decide they don't like living in the asylum anymore. They decide they're going to escape. So, like, they get up to the roof, and there, just across this narrow gap, they see the rooftop of the town stretching away in the moonlight, stretching away to freedom. Now, the first guy, he jumps right across with no problem. But his friend, his friend daren't make the leap, you see. You see, he's afraid of falling. So, the first guy has an idea. He says, hey, I have my flashlight with me. I'll shine it across the gap between the buildings. You can walk along the beam and join me. But, but the second guy, he shakes his head. He, sa- he, says, he says, what do you think I am, crazy? You turn it off when I was halfway across. <laughs> oh, 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 do excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You see the silhouettes of Batman and Joker as Batman seems to grab Joker by the neck in a way. The camera pans away to the slowly downwards. You don't see Batman and Joker anymore. You just see the rain. And you see the laughing. Stop. The end. (laughs) Holy shit, that was intense. Yeah, we, we did it. That was that was pretty cool. Okay, that was that was the first one. That was it, it took a few more tries than I thought. There were a lot of cuts in between, but you know what? That was not bad. I, I think that was pretty good uh voice acting, if I do say so myself. I thought we yep. did pretty good in there all. You're welcome, DC. Feel free to contact we're, we're, us. <laughs> we're, we're not, yeah, when Hamill and uh Conroy are too expensive, you know who to call. Yeah. Because <laughs> we won't be as expensive. <laughs> all right, oh, so if you guys gosh. like that, um we're gonna do a few more here, but just let us know if you want to see more Batman and Joker. There are a lot and a lot of Batman and Joker comics out there and a lot of good dialogue between the two. So if you guys want to see more of those two characters specifically, just let us know on a hero story. At yeah. a hero story on Instagram. For now, uh we have a few more comics that we could go over. Alright, so now on to our next comic, which is Nightwing number twenty five, written by Chuck Dixon in I've think 1997 98 uh i think it's 1998 yeah um it's 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 a personal favorite issue of mine if you're not familiar with the issue it's an issue just with dick and tim of them having a conversation as they train uh Mm -hmm. it's a train double entendre there uh it's it's a really fun issue uh really great conversation between them and yeah it's a special issue to me so i figured we would do it next in our one shots so yeah and for context uh, here this is not just a conversation it's training as well and it it's when Dick Grayson was Nightwing and Tim Drake was Robin. This is before yes. Damien came into the fold. So, yes, and I'll be voicing Nightwing and Hunter will be voicing Robin. Yep. So, so All right, here we go. Yeah. It, it starts with a blacked-out panel. Are you sure it's a good idea? Shh. Listen. Tune into the changing sounds and. I'm not so. Jump. Night, Nightwing and Robin appear above a train where they are both blindfolded and jumping above. Picture the scene. Uh-huh. We slow our descent and leap right. Right. Nightwing and Robin both land on the train, Nightwing doing an acrobatic move and Robin rolling behind him. Stay loose. Uh. Roll when you hit the train. Robin uh. comes rolling behind Nightwing. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you this was going to be easy? Mm-hmm. 10,000 tons of rolling steel and we... Robin? You see Robin holding off with a batarang hanging off the train. Sure. Easy. I almost dozed off. Robin is pulling on the train while Nightwing stands confidently in front of him. Batman did this with you, Robin. Yeah, and I was a couple years younger than you. There's a break. Nightwing is now smiling while Robin stands behind him. I thought it was time for us to get out. The great outdoors. Just you and me. So you could kill me, right? Relax. This'll be great. Standing on foot really forces you to fine-tune your sense of balance. Now listen to the rhythm of the train. We're crossing some sort of bridge? Nightwing now standing on one foot. Over water? Uh, no. I hear a highway traffic below. The 
blows interchanged north of Bloodhaven. Right. So, Alfred said you haven't been around the cave much lately. Busy. Robin stuff? Tim Drake's stuff. Anything you want to talk about? Nah. Nightwing and Robin leap forward a train car. My girlfriend's pregnant. Huh? Nightwing slips. Oop. You mean Adriana? No. You remember the spoiler? Wow. And you... No, no, not me. Some other guy. She doesn't know who you are, right? The big secret's safe. I know you never will because you're you, but, well, maybe you should avoid a relationship that complicated. Meaning? She's going to have a baby. She's a vigilante. Her dad is the clue master. Like you. Always pick the stable ones. What's that supposed to mean? Let's see. An alien, a goddess, a murderer, a suspected murderer, your landlady. Oh, and the crime fighter forward Batgirl. Sure, just the girl next door. Tim is now sporting a smile through his blindfold. You little twerp. <laughs> Corey answered need I had at a time for affection. Donna and I never really dated. We just... Hmm. Miggy wasn't a murderer when I met her. Emily, well... She wasn't really a murderer. I just thought she, when I married her, and Clancy and I are just, you know, friends. Is that what she thinks? Oh, sure. I think so. And Barbara? Uh, well, you know, I just sort of fell into all those situations. Now, getting involved with the Huntress, that was dumb. Huh? You and Helena? Tunnel. She's dangerous, Dick. She's... Tunnel! What? Dick and Tim are now approaching a tunnel as they dive onto the train. Tunnel! Her name is Helena. I figured it out. Wise guy. Does Batman know her identity? I never told him. That's our little secret, huh? I promised her I wouldn't. Is that your hobby? Figuring out secret identities? That's how I got the job, remember? Yeah. Well, Helena and I broke it off early. Why? You've met her. There's about a million reasons. One of which, of course, is that uh, she kind of dumped me. You and the Huntress? There's a scary thought. Nightwing and Robin now have to jump over rubble that's falling from above. Whoa! Something hit the train! Ugh! Nightwing! Where are you? Right there. Uh, Nightwing is now off the side of the train. This is crazy! I'm taking off the blindfold. Nightwing now climbs up to the top of the train. No! You can't change the rules when the game gets rough. But we could get killed. What's so different about tonight? That's what we're out here for. Sharpen the reaction time. Yeah. Test our game. I suppose. Be you if Batman has to go looking for a new boy wonder. You're doing fine. You ever think about him? Who? The other Robin. Oh, sometimes. Me too. All the time. Look, Jason wasn't... I know I'm not like Jason, but what if I had some other flaw? Like what? Sometimes I think I go too far the other way. Too cautious. I mean, you and Batman are fearless. (laughs) Ha! So we fool you too, huh? You get scared? Sure. Sometimes I'm dying. I'm human. And Batman? I'm not sure what scares him. Maybe he's driven by his fears, especially lately. Yeah, he's usually distant. But since the quake, it's like whatever he good enough. He's so hard on himself. Let's face it. You and me and Alfred are closer to him than anyone in the world. And we can't say we really know him. There are now people on top of the train with chains. He'll just keep going until his luck runs out. I'm not sure anything can stop him. The men with the chains are now trying to break into one of the cars. He's had his back broken, thrashed, his city hit by supervillains, plague, and now a quake. Gotham's in ruins and the population's half of what it was a few years ago. And Jason? He's never gotten over that. Jeez, he even died a couple of times himself. And he always comes back, but he's not Superman. 
He's only a man. The men hanging on the chains are now breaking VCRs out of the train. I almost quit a couple of times. Same here. I'm not sure he's ever even thought of that. The men are now dropping the VCRs off of the train down below. I think he did. Right after Bane broke him, he was going to hang up the cowl. The men are pointing towards Nightwing and Robin, who they can clearly now see on the train. Then what would he do? Be Bruce Wayne for the rest of his life? He doesn't even like Bruce Wayne. What would he do if he spent all his life knowing what was going to happen the next day? And the next and the next, he'd go nuts. And so would we. We just don't do predictable. I don't know. I like a vacation from the chaos. So travel out of Gotham. Been there. And every time I wind up in a bigger... Shh! You hear that? The men are now behind Nightwing and Robin. The three men are now the bars. Robin, we're not alone! Whew, how many? Nightwing kicks one right in the... Here's one. Robin now hits two men in the chest. Ugh. Two. Make that three. Hey. Nightwing now kicks a man directly off the train and his crowbar. I heard about this. Gangs that rip off moving freights. No security, usually. Looks like you guys caught the wrong train, huh? The men go flying off the train. God. Ow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they fell off. Don't worry about them. Peeks under his blindfold. They're as happy as pigs in mud, as the men are now in water below the train. You were saying? Somehow I lost my train of thought. Ho, ho. Huh? Weren't you the one who said you wouldn't be robbing forever? You were out, but you came back. I'm not ready to give it up yet, but someday I will, I think. I'm beginning to wonder myself. You? Bloodhaven needs a lot more than a vigilante. I found an honest cop here. They're like diamonds. The Haven needs a lot more. What can you do about that? I, uh, I took the department exam. You? A cop? It's worth a try. Work from the inside for a change. Did you tell Batman? Not yet. Man, Officer Dick Grayson. Stupid, huh? Actually, it's pretty cool. The cart is now turning. You feel that? The car's rocking right. Wind shifting? Not the wind. Thank Robin. We're south of Bloodhaven. I smell salt air. Come on. I hear the gulls. What is that? Robin goes flying off of the train cart now. The curve at Sea Isle Junction. Woof! Oh! Nightwing grabs Robin's hand as he, before he falls off. I've got ya. Robin and Nightwing are about laying down. That happened to you when you were Robin? Sure, except Batman snagged me by the ankle. What now? We go home. Thank God. Uh, how? I hear a northbound freight train coming as the train passes by them and Nightwing jumps to the next train. Oh, no. You adjusted for the combined speeds, right? As Robin goes flying backwards. <laughs> that was a dirty trick. All in a night's work for Robin the Boy Wonder. Did I tell you I was younger? You told me. So, what is the deal with you and Barbara? There is no deal. No, come on, seriously. Don't know what you're talking about, twerp. Come on. No! I tell Batman about you and Huntress. What? And that's where the story ends. Uh, this is a great little story between Nightwing and Robin. I think Dick Grayson and Tim Drake, specifically in the Pretty 52, have such a special relationship. Um, I think post-Damien era, they kind of shifted that special relationship to being about Dick and Damien. But uh, this is an exemplary issue of just, you know, two boy wonders hanging out. Uh, it's a personal favorite of mine in single issues. It's from my beloved Chuck Dixon Nightwing run. And yeah, I just I really love that issue. I remember reading that as a kid, actually. I haven't read that in years and years and years but the art was very familiar to me not just because i've been kind of reading chuck dixon recently his nightwing run but i haven't read the issue in a while i just remember the train scene very well so a fair bit of nostalgia there
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it was it was definitely a ton of fun to read that. I think that's that's certainly one of my favorite single issues of all time. Um, and yeah, it really sets up a great hour of Nightwing when he becomes Officer Dick Grayson and when he starts dating Barbara. So nice to see Tim tease him a little bit about that. I, I really miss them teaming up together. Uh, they were really great together. Unfortunately, one's Drake and traveling the multiverse, and the other one's Rick. So <laughs> they got yeah. a little while to come back. <laughs> yeah, they're so different now. So Actually, different. though, they're extremely different when you just compare the two. I kind of yeah. miss that dynamic duo together. Although I do prefer Dick and Damien together over Dick and Tim. I do like those two together, but we don't see them as yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, I, I think definitely Grant Morrison cemented his legacy on Batman and Robin when he wrote about Dick as Batman and Damien as Robin, and he really made them a great combo. I think part of me will always just be biased to the Chuck Dixon era of when it was Tim and Dick together all the time, teaming up when, you know, Batman needed help. Um, I, I really love the relationship. You had Oracle in the mix, it's even better, so... Listen, it's my favorite era of Bat Family. It's so cool. So it is a lot of fun to read. So, uh, yeah. The next issue we're going to do is a part of my favorite single issue of all time, The Flash Number Zero by Mark Wade. This is a very special issue to me, and we're doing my favorite scene of it, and I'm very excited. So just as a little bit of context, in this entire issue, Wally's been time traveling to various points in his life, but he has not been of solid matter. He's been kind of like a speed force vision slash ghost uh, being a spectator of various moments of his life and he appears at another moment of his life and yeah, here so we begin no one really <laughs> could see him but he yeah. could see everything kind of thing yeah okay yeah it makes sense okay all right here we go welcome to blue valley nebraska population twenty five thousand six hundred, including of course the crows salute wally has a route at home in the backyard there's a huge sign saying west family reunion as tons of relatives are celebrating family reunion geez i must be back 10 years family everywhere and not a gray hair among them as i drift through i begin to get that funny sensation once more wally is no longer seeming transparent as he looks down at his hand it's starting to become solid and visible i'm fluxing solid again good news though if that's the case is around and is able to grab some clothes to change into then i'm definitely underdressed for this crowd then I'm definitely underdressed. Better catch at least some jeans before Aunt Charlotte, the divorcee, decides she digs the undertights. Within these crowd, there appears to be a young Wally West pouring a bottle of soda into an overflowing cup. And there's Kid Wally, doling out the sodas. Rockin' party. You'd think I'd remember a blowout like this. His father appears and slaps him on the back. Ah. What did I tell you about paying attention, boy? Straighten up and fly right. Funny how it all comes back. Trouble, Rody? Ah, you know the kids. They think the world's their oyster. He'll come down to Earth if Mary and I have to nail him down. Young Wally West, with tears in his eyes, goes back inside the house. Older Wally follows young Wally into his home. Oh, don't be too hard on him. Seems to me you had an ambition once, eh, slugger? (laughs) Hey, hey, I put a roof over my family. Of course, it really is coming back. Now I know. I know why this day was special. This was the day the stranger came. That's why I'm find out once and for all who he was. While he enters the bedroom and see young Wally West just laying on his bed. A stranger nowhere to be found. What the? He's not here. I don't get it. Where is he? He's... Wally looks into the mirror and sees his own reflection. My God, he's me. And the scene plays. I don't have to worry about blowing my lines. Whether I read from the script or speak from my heart, the words are still the same. Older Wally West, a younger self. Hi. Hi. Ash fan, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Me too. I think he's pretty cool. I used to think about him all the time. I used to wish I could be him. Ever wonder what it would be like to be that fast? The things you could see? The places you could go? Man, I bet nobody could hold you back. I think about it sometimes, I guess. You look kind of like my dad. Are you related? Yeah. Tell me, Wally, what do you want to be when you grow up? Dad says if my grades are good, I can work at the plant. That wasn't the question. What do you want to be? Just silly stuff. You want to see something? Young Wally shows older Wally they did of The Flash. Cool. All this Flash stuff makes your parents nuts, doesn't it? No, duh. Ha! 
Believe me, I know the feeling. My folks used to make the way my head stayed in the clouds. They wanted both my feet stuck square to the ground. They rode me hard. Only now, looking back, can I see that in their own way, they were protecting me. They were terrified that the world would disappoint me. Your folks aren't really out to hurt you, you know. They're just afraid to dream. Don't be scared of tomorrow, Wally. You don't have to be. No matter what anyone says, you're going to make all the right choices. How come you're sure? Because I know what you want, Wally. I know your dreams. And I'm here to promise you that if you stick with them, every dream you ever had will come true. Your day is coming, and when it finally rolls around, it's going to hit you like a bolt from the blue. So long, Wally. Have a great life. As I go, I see, I remember the flicker of skepticism in his eyes. He's not sure he believes me, but he'll know soon enough that I spoke the truth. And this panel shows that older Wally has drawn a little picture next to younger Wally's Flash, a picture of Kid Flash. The suit that has not yet been made yet. Wally now steps outside the house with a smile. Stepping into the sunset, I sense that my mystery e-ticket had finally expired. The unseen force that tugged me through time has released its grip, but not without first pounding a little history lesson. Cueing some answers and leaving me with some questions. Wally begins. How exactly did Barry factor into my past? How does Max figure out my future? And what is this strange force that's suddenly so hot to guide me? You better believe I'll find out, but not from here, from home, my grown-up home. Is it within my power to get back there? Damn right it is. I run beyond sound. I run beyond light. I push the limits of speed. As Wally begins to run, breaks, and he turns into pure speed. You see before him the history of Wally West with his original suit, his Kid Flash suit, his Flash suit, and his current suit at the time, the more glossy look of Flash with the white eyes. My name is Wally West. I'm the Flash. That's, the end. That's the theme song. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's my favorite single issue of all time. Uh, the idea of Wally going back and talking to himself. Oh, so powerful. I, I, I like the idea that he never really knew who it was because... You know, even though it, it looked like somebody he knew, it was at a family reunion, so it could have been any one of his distant family members. And I love that he inspired him to keep going. Uh, the idea of like the paradox time loop to me is very interesting when done right. And that's an example of when it's done right. I think Mark Wade really has a talent for writing The Flash, and that issue is a pure example of it. And that's my favorite scene. Yeah, I can tell why. That is interesting that it makes sense. It's a family reunion. It could have been anyone. And it's kind of cool that the person that kind of motivated wally west was wally west it's kind of like yeah, I, the age-old question of if you could talk to your younger self what would you tell him this yeah. is what this wally would tell his younger self the whole yeah and I, and, I, and I like the idea of like wally like remembers what the guy said to him when he was a kid but he says that like he doesn't even need to remember it he doesn't need to read a script because he's just talking from the heart at this point like that's very deep stuff and i and i like the idea that like he's surprised when he sees his own reflection in the mirror he's like oh my god the guy who inspired me is me. Like that's, that's, it's a very interesting story. I, I think, you know, it's definitely a delicate balance whenever you're doing a time travel story, but I think Wade just handles it so wonderfully. Yeah. And Wally's one of those characters that doesn't necessarily time travel that often. Yeah. Like and, and Wade's run, he always talks about how he hates time travel. It's funny. Uh, I did a post on this like a long time ago. Uh, Wade said that he had a flash story that he wanted to tell that never got told where Wally goes back as a kid like as Kid Flash, uh, he time travels to stop the death of a classmate. But every time he does it, there's catastrophic results and it changes the world around him. Wade teases in the interview. He's like, yeah, so I essentially wrote Flashpoint 20 years before it came out. <laughs> <And> he says, <laughs> kidding, of course. But uh, he says that it was a story that he always wanted to tell and he wishes he would have been able to tell it. And I wish he would have been able to tell it. That would have been cool to see Wally West learn the struggle of time travel. Yeah, because that's more Barry Allen's thing. You know, with the cosmic treadmill and then there's him like traveling before or I guess after his death to kind of motivate Wally, giving him the true, you are truly the Flash. There's Flashpoint. There's even, there's been arcs in New 52 and Rebirth where time travel has been involved. And not just because of Eobar Thawne, because of Barry Allen. So it's interesting yeah. in that way. Even For the whole, sure. you know, the whole traveling to Eobar's time or traveling to the past, it's more Barry's thing. So when it's done with another character like Wally West, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And like I said, it's my favorite issue. Um, if you've never read it before, highly recommend reading the entire issue. We just read my favorite scene of it. Um, it's collected in trade in uh, the Flash by Mark Wade book four, where they tell the story of terminal velocity. A um, lot of fun. I highly recommend. I recommend all the Wade books, of course, but uh, that's a great one. So uh, yeah. And that's our uh, story retelling. So I, I hope you liked our dramatic voices and our it, it took a, a thousand outtakes. Uh, I yeah. can't remember my lines <laughs> for a lot of them. <laughs> Fun fact, he was getting uh, pretty frustrated as Wally West. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, it's my favorite single issue of all time. I've read it, you know, 10,000 times and I keep messing up the line. And I'm like, oh my God, like I've read this issue so many times. I can probably read it by heart. Why am I struggling to read it now? <laughs> yeah. Although it might sound fairly smooth when listening from you guys. For us, there's quite a few pauses. The Nightwing and Tim Drake story went the smoothest, I'd say. Yeah, that, that one was pretty easy to tell because it's really just like a conversation. And I think even though the Batman and Joker was our first one, that one came out pretty decent for, you know, for what we did. I, I think especially the ending with uh, Batman and Joker there came out pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, yeah so our, la- our laugh on full display, just like the laugh of Kevin Conroy that, that a young hunter got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've seen your messages for those messaging me saying like release the Hunter Conroy cut. I've seen them. <laughs> I looked for it. I actually did go back into my phone through the audio to see if I could find it. I didn't see it. Maybe I deleted it out of cringe. I don't remember. But I feel like there's. it's still out there. I feel like if I look harder, I could find it. So maybe. Maybe. Until, At least the Hunter Conroy cut. We want to see it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Until then, uh, next week's episode, we might be doing more of these if you guys end up liking it. Maybe some some more modern comics like uh, Dark Side War One Shots. There's seven of them. Yeah, <laughs> I would definitely be down. <laughs> yeah, but next week, I mean, we, we're still thinking of ideas and stuff. We might have an idea for a phone line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll quickly talk about it now. Um, the, the idea, I, I listen to a podcast where they do uh, call-ins, but on a podcast, you don't do call-ins because you're usually not listening live. So they have a way that you could leave a voicemail for uh, the people and they essentially just play your voicemail on the uh, show, which you're asking a question. It just sounds like you called in like a radio show. So uh, what I'm going to try to set up this week, I, I have an idea of how I could set it up. Uh, it's going to be a voicemail where you guys pretty much leave a question for us that you want to ask or whatever you want to say. You know, you want us to talk about a topic, whatever. Uh, we'll try to keep like, and, and I'll mention this in the setup of the thing when I post it on my story, but we'll try to keep it so, you know, if you ask us something, the best way to get on our show is to keep it under a minute so we could, you know, keep going through them and we could talk about them. Uh, but I think that could be pretty fun for those of you to be uh, interacting with the show. So I'm going to try to set it up. Keep a lookout on my story slash uh, posts about it, and I'm sure Hunter will post it too yep. uh, if we get it figured out. But I'm hoping to do it for next week's episode. So, so yeah, we'll do a little Q. We've done Q and A's before, but this time your voice will be in it. So it's like you're part of a Hero Story podcast in a way. Exactly, so. you'll be heard by hundreds of people. My God, hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yes. if you guys are interested, yeah. just keep an eye out on History of the Flash, Combat Country, and a Hero Story Instagram pages because we will be posting on our stories as well as actual posts, probably on a Hero Story if we get this all figured out so yeah i i think i already have a pretty good understanding of how to do it i just gotta actually do it so <laughs> uh yeah but all right uh that that's this episode of a hero story it's a little bit short but that's okay uh it was a lot of fun to record and yeah if you if you liked it let us know i'd really appreciate the feedback mm-hmm. uh if you and if you like this episode or the show in general maybe leave us five stars on itunes or whatever you feel we should be rated i hope you would think that we're a five-star podcast but you feel uh for a hero story i'm jd i'm hunter and thanks for being a hero and remember every second is a gift goodbye what